Hey there, my name is Peyton Macy's and you're listening to AnyCast. AnyCast is about anything and everything. We have some cool guests on sometimes, or sometimes it's just me. But enjoy today's episode and I hope you learn something new. time at the final friday book club uh welcome we're on book two of our series and it's really never too late to join um all you gotta do is read harry potter or if you don't want to read harry potter you need to sit here and listen to me um talk about the books but today we are on book two year two at hogwarts we're back at hogwarts um this time with the chamber of secrets um interestingly enough out of all the movies that i watched this was one of my lower favorite movies, actually. Um, the absolute worst movie, in my opinion, is The Goblet of Fire. I'm really not looking forward to reading that one. But thankfully, my favorite movie, actually, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Actually, no, that's, that's my second favorite movie. My second favorite movie is the next book that we're reading. My favorite movie is actually um, Order of the Phoenix, which is the biggest book in the Harry Potter series, so. But today we're here to talk about the Chamber of Secrets. Not the movie, but the book. Um, either Saturday, Sunday, or maybe even just Monday, I'll be having, probably Monday, uh, count on a review of the movie, The Chamber of Secrets. Um, I didn't do one for the Sorcerer, um, the Sorcerer's one, the Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone, um, because I already did a movie review in the past, so I was going to actually watch the entire series and review it but i just watched one of them um but yes we are definitely going to be doing um some of like once we finish a book we're going to go and watch the movie on like probably monday i'll just say monday so when we're doing lord of the rings it's going to be a lot of fun now when it comes to hobbit that's going to be insane because there's three movies and one book so that's going to be fun but today we are talking about harry potter um, I do want to say, before we even get started, thank you to everybody who has subscribed to my YouTube channel. We crossed the 150, well, first, actually, we hit 150 today, subscribers, and then we crossed 150 and made it, I think, at 154 or 155, probably. Probably by the time it's out, it's probably going to be 155, 157. Um, but I've been doing shorts content, and you guys have been really liking it, um, reaching a lot of new people. Um, but I did want to go over some little announcements. I don't want to really save it for the end. I kind of just want to say some stuff. Um, Anchor has released a new feature where I can see how many followers I have on Spotify. Um, and I have 38. Um, so thank you to the 38 of you that, you know, hit follow, 
whether, you know, I definitely know that 38 of you aren't listening to the same episodes, but everybody has episodes that they like and dislike since this is, you know, such a wide variety. Um, I know that you guys like some stuff, other stuff you guys don't really care for. Um, usually the interviews do better, which I'm trying to do more of. Um, in fact, actually, I'm, I think I'm going to be having an interview with a YouTuber um, in April, but yeah, that's April, approaching March. Uh, but, you know, I saw that you guys really enjoyed the Sorcerer Stone um, book club. And I mean, even if you guys didn't enjoy it, I was still going to read all these books because I own them. And I'm like, hey, I want to read them and I want to talk about them because I actually like doing book club. Um, as always, you can buy this book. Um, I think the first two are around like $12 on paperback. Now, if you're like a diehard Harry Potter fan and you're going to really get into it and get yourself a nicer copy, depending on which ones you're going to buy, it can be very pricey. Um, but I say, you know, the first two books so far have been really amazing. But before we even get into that, I do have to say, we do have Metallica Mondays coming. I am so excited about this. This is like extremely exciting for me, okay? Um, not next Monday, not the 27th, but this, or the 6th, actually, but the 13th, we start our Metallica Mondays. Now, you might realize, oh, wait, you said we were going to do the 20th, and we were going to start on the 20th, but then I told myself, you know what, I actually haven't listened to a lot of Metallica's actual albums in their entirety. I believe I've listened to at least 50%, almost, I think all of the Lightning and the Black album, because I have them both on vinyl, but on the 13th, we're going to listen to Kill Em All, on the 20th, we will be listening to Ride the Lightning, I believe the 27th is Master of Puppets, the 3rd of April will be, I think it's one, yeah, one, and then, or sorry, not one, and Justice for All. That's that's what it's called. I even have the Funko Pop for And Justice of All. So, or And Justice for All. Um, these album reviews will be both be on here and on the um, YouTube channel. I do have a guest who at least is going to make it for one of the albums. Um, but yeah, uh, we have And Justice for All on April 3rd. Um, April 10th, we will have the Black Album otherwise just known as Metallica, but I like to call it the Black Album. I believe they also call it the Black Album. That's probably where I got it from. Um, and then 17th, April 17th, we're going to listen to 72 Seasons, the brand new Metallica album. And, you know, if you guys really enjoy these, I will definitely go and listen to their other stuff. Um, you know, I've heard some of their stuff, especially the stuff that they produced back in the day, was the best. Um, but like every single band, you know, they go through a lot of different stages. Um, and I know you guys might be very disappointed that I'm not doing SM, um, one of their well, one of the most remarkable things that they did. They took symphony, metallic like symphony and metal, and they combined the two. It's absolutely amazing. It's a live concert. Um, you know, maybe after 72 seasons, just to have some more fun. Yeah, we probably will. Yeah, so I guess also um, April 24th, we will be having the SNM. So, you know, we have a lot of Metallica Mondays coming up. Um, and 
you know, it, it'll be real fun ranking those songs. Or not really ranking the songs. I guess we might be mean whoever's on the podcast episodes. If it's just me, I'll be like, okay, this was an okay song. And this was a really great song. But we are here for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, not Metallica. Because this is the final Friday book club. Now, if you have seen The Chamber of Secrets, or if you know anything really about The Chamber of Secrets, you do know that it is a mystery. What is going on at Hogwarts? You know, Harry uh, goes back to Hogwarts. Well, actually, first, we got to talk about the beginning of the book. Um, it's very interesting because Harry is um, it's very depressing and very sad. Of course, as always, um, you know, his aunt and uncle are mistreating him. They're mentally and physically abusing him. Um, and this time a little bit less on the physical abuse. But still, there is physical abuse and mental. Um, Harry is just being, you know, told he's worthless. Doodly is being the fat brat he is, as always. And all that fun stuff. But we then get to see uh, Dobby show up. Now, if you know who Dobby is, if you don't know who he is, he's like a little elf. Um, kind of, I think, picture, if you don't want to search him up, search him up if you want to for the better reference. He's kind of like Gollum, but with Yoda ears. And he looks a little just a little bit more well-kept than Gollum, and he doesn't look as insane. Instead, his eyes are big and not crazy, but instead it's uh, very, very worried and distressed eyes. But anyways, Dobby is a dwarf, and uh, dwarfs in the Harry Potter world are kind of, or in the wizarding world, they're kind of servants. They actually are servants. Um... I'm sure a lot of the sorcerers enslaved dwarfs, especially like, you know, the dark sorcerers, like such as uh, he who shall not be named, or, you know, Lord Voldemort and all the others, those guys probably enslaved the dwarfs. But the dwarfs are supposed to be um, you know, servants to their masters, which are the uh, wizards. And Dobby is a very terrible servant because Dobby messes everything up. Now, Dobby does this thing where he smacks his head um, on any surface, really, just to be, and he yells, Dobby messes up, Dobby messed up, Dobby messed up. Um, how will Master forgive me and stuff like that? And Harry really hates this because what happens is Dobby shows up in his room. Harry is supposed to be dead silent, so his uncle can't get the promotion as a job, gets the boss, and the boss's wife is over. Instead, Dobby is upstairs smacking his head on a wardrobe. And Harry is like, you gotta shut up, dude. Um, so, that happens. But then, Ron busts Dobby, or uh, Harry, out. Uh, Ron, Fred, and George show up in their dad's car. Um, the Weasley boys show up in their dad's car, and bust Harry out of the room by getting a chain and get it, attaching that chain to a barred window uh, because Harry's uncle and aunt have barred his window so Hedwig can't go out 
and about and also just to make Harry feel like a piece of garbage and all that fun stuff. <clears throat> but anyways, they, um, they tear the window off and there's a giant hole in the wall and then they, like, Harry gets in the car. But Dobby did say there's a lot of dangers at Hogwarts. It's very dangerous at Hogwarts right now. But anyways, they go to like the Weasley's place over summer. I mean, it's very interesting because I don't remember this really happening in the movie. I will watch the movie. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. Um, of course, they have the iconic scene where they, uh, Harry and Ron uh, take the car and crash it into the uh, Wampy Willow. Willow. What it's called? Yes, the Wampy Willow. <clears throat> and, you know, they have that. But all before all of that, they actually meet this guy named Gilderoy Lockhart. And Lockhart is this very famous and world-renowned author and um, sorcerer. He's written many books, and he kind of props up what he does prop up Harry. <coughs> sorry, Harry on a pedestal whenever Harry is around Lockhart, because. Harry, of course, survived Voldemort, and that's like, that's insane, like the boy with the scar, the boy who lived, yeah, as Voldemort later on says in the series. Um, so this, of course, you know, happens, and Harry's uncomfortable with it, but at least they get free books out of it, and of course, Hermione has a crush on Gilroy, because he's so smart and everything, and this is what Hermione is attracted to, is a smart guy, who's very talented and everything, and writes all these books. But then we get actually into the mystery of what's going on at Hogwarts about halfway through the book. But I will say, it is pretty captivating still, like, you know something is going on, you hear the whispers in the walls, you read about the whispers in the walls, um, and you're like, what, what is going on? And... I think it's pretty clear what's going on, especially after the first book, um, which, you know, spoilers, but in the end, the Chamber of Secrets, what was down there was Voldemort, um, but we'll get that into that a little bit, in a little bit, we'll uh, talk about that, but anyways, you know, of course, they still portray Snape as a bad guy, and you don't really know, is Snape the good guy, is Snape bad guy, we learn at the end of the series whether or not he is the good guy or the bad guy, um, and then you'll learn why I like Snape, and I think Snape is the best character in Harry Potter, um, aside from Hagrid, because Hagrid, Snape, and then, I don't, I don't even know, I'm not a huge Harry Potter, I mean, these books are making me a bigger fan of the series, but, you know, we have this, like, we get this interesting, um, conflict with Harry, actually, where some of these new students, year one students, and some of the older students and just adults are that are new to seeing Harry, treat him as a celebrity, but this Harry is very humble, and he doesn't really want to be a celebrity. He actually is annoyed by it. He's annoyed that people would go up to him in public and make a huge deal out of the fact that he's the boy who lived from Voldemort's curse and all of that. Which I can really understand. I actually do. Um, it's very understandable and relatable. Um, you know, I mean, sometimes people do recognize me for the things that I do. 
not going to name what I do, but um, that they recognize before, but, you know, sometimes it can be annoying for, you know, if you actually see this with real-life celebrities, you know, it's like a real thing, you know, actually speak out against it sometimes, be like, hey, this is a normal person, but not all of do that. Um, so, you know, it's an interesting conflict that he has, um, and, you know, there's some things that happen in, like, the middle of the book, they kind of catch on to, like, Gilroy Lockhart is actually... Um, not really who he says he is. He kind of sucks at what he does. And he's lame. And of course this disappoints Hermione. But by the end of the book, Harry and Ron realize he's a total hack. And so they discard him. And they, well actually they make him go down to the Chamber of Secrets. Because Ginny, Ron's younger sister is a year one, and she picked up Tom Riddle's notebook, or journal. And you might be thinking to yourself, who's Tom Riddle? Well, we learn he's the man, the myth, the legend behind the Chamber of Secrets. Tom Riddle is Lord Voldemort. Now, Tom Riddle presumably killed Jimmy, but then he reveals Jimmy is Ginny is just knocked out, but Ginny goes missing in the book towards the end, and then Ron is having a panic attack. Harry's having a panic panic attack, but they actually save Ginny, and they get her out of the Chamber of Secrets. Um, but Tom Riddle is the Riddle. Now you might be like, okay, but why does he go by Tom Riddle? Well, Tom Riddle. 50 years before the events of the Chamber of Secrets happened, was at Hogwarts. A student at Hogwarts is what we learn. We learn a lot in the last chapter from Dumbledore. Dumbledore tells us that he taught Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle was highly intelligent. In fact, Dumbledore starts talking very highly of Tom Riddle, saying all these great things. But then Dumbledore does say, yes, Tom Riddle is Lord Voldemort. Now, why would such a person become Lord Voldemort, the most evil out there? Well, of course, we're all going to think, oh, power, and I, I can't even remember from the movies. I think there's, like, you know, a couple other things, kind of like how Anakin didn't just become Darth Vader to, for power, but, you know, he became Darth Vader for a lot of reasons and a lot of things built up. But I think towards, I think actually around book um, either six or seven, I think a lot in six and definitely throughout seven, we get to learn like why Tom Riddle became Lord Voldemort. But we learn that he was a very handsome student, he was very good at his work, he was highly skilled, highly intelligent. In fact, Dumbledore tells um, the Weasleys and Harry. He was the smartest student, the most wisest and smartest student to go to Hogwarts. He was very genius. Now, of course, you're like, okay, well, how can Tom Riddle be here? Where is Lord Voldemort? Is Lord Voldemort now just changing his identity into Tom Riddle? Well, actually, no. Dumbledore says that this is a huge mystery, and oh my gosh, Tom Riddle left the note with the journal, so then he could come into contact with somebody. Um, and, I don't know, like, Tom Riddle used magic with the notebook and could know what Ginny was writing in it, 
and then eventually lured her into the Chamber of Secrets and kind of projected himself, Lord Voldemort projected himself as Tom Riddle in the Chamber, probably to lure Jenny or whatever, and then mask his identity. But then, of course, Tom just straight up tells Harry and Ron when they're in the Chamber of Secrets, I am Lord Voldemort. And Dumbledore is like, well, my sources say Lord Voldemort is out in the woods. I can't remember what woods is exactly, but he's like out in some forest of woods. And you kind of think to yourself, well, he's out there, you know, and you know, like, you're like, oh, well, well, what is he doing? And it's just simply magic. He's just kind of, like I said, projecting himself out there. But that is about all I have to say about The Chamber of Secrets. Um, it was a good book. There are some slower parts. Money Murder is very, very annoying. Of course, if you've seen the movies, you know exactly who this is. If you don't know, um, Money Myrtle is this girl who died in the bathroom, actually. And we learned that the last thing she saw before her death was yellow eyes, which, of course, is like a snake and probably just snake. Or not snake, sorry, Lord Voldemort or Tom Riddle when she died. But anyways, she died. And now she just is in the girl's restroom. She's extremely annoying. And she's this ghost. And it's, it's real bad. But that was the Chamber of Secrets. Um, I I don't know if I enjoyed it more than the first book. Um, it was very interesting. Uh, I don't. I still think that I liked the first book more. Um, I will say, I actually decided what I'm going to do because I remember we had one month of the year left open for a book. Um, so in July, we're going to be reading, uh, or sorry, not July, August, we're going to be reading The Tales of Beetle the Bard. I picked up this thing called the Hogwarts Library at Target, and it has like three books that has Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Quidditch Through the Ages, and then The Tales. Of Beetle the Bard, which was actually written by Albus Dumbledore, of course. Um, as we'll see um, later in the series, some stuff happens, and Hermione gets the tales of Beetle Bard. Uh, Dumbledore was her, his gift to her. But, anyways, that is what we're going to be doing for the month of uh, August on the book club. And, of course, we'll have that movie review up on Monday. Um, once I do complete the books, I will do a tier list video of the books and probably a tier list movie. Even though I've already seen the movies, I kind of just want to watch them with the books. And I think that'll give me a new insight. Um, I should have really done a tier list of the movies before I read and then after. But I'm not going to do that at this point. And then, of course... We'll do stuff like this for Middle-earth. Um, for Middle-earth, I can't really rank the books of The Hobbit, but I can rank the movies, so I'll probably just wait until I'm done with all Middle-earth and towards the end of the year to get my tier list videos on it. Oh, here's The Hobbit, and like the books. Which one do I think is the best? And if it's like the movies, I'll probably enjoy... I'll probably actually enjoy The Hobbit the most, honestly. And then return or fellowship return and then two towers because I don't know I, I wasn't a huge fan of two towers I was very tired when I watched it but I 
it's a very long movie. I mean, it's a great movie. There's some great stuff. There's some great lines in it. But, yeah. Anyways, I'm excited to get to Miller. I'm very excited. But, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is actually a very good series. Um, so, we will be reading Prisoner of Azkaban. You can go pick that up on Amazon, local bookstore. Um, if you guys do Audible, I would suggest you guys get Audible. These books are about, I think the most hours on one of the books is maybe like 20-something hours, maybe like 22 hours. And that's probably either, probably Order of the Phoenix is about 20, maybe 32 hours. Um, but these other ones are like 8 hours. That's easy. You guys can listen to that in like a week. If you even want to do an entire day or maybe just a weekend, you're just like relaxing and having tea and coffee or whatever. Um, and then, of course, um, I believe one of the streaming services has these movies for free. But then, you know, you can go buy the movies. Um, I do say, I think the movies are good, but they're not the greatest thing ever. And, of course, I'm going to tell you, just if you're going to save your money to buy any of this, wait until we get to Middleworth. Just wait until September, or really August, and just buy your Middleworth stuff and then you can read along with me. But, um, until next time, which is going to be March 30th, that is when we will have our next final Friday book club. Um, if you guys are liking this, um, make sure to like, I don't know, just share it with friends and make sure that they, um, listen to it, just to let me know. I'll probably put up a poll. Um, I'm kind of already starting to think about what am I going to do for next year's book club because this can be something I do every year. I'm really enjoying this book club type thing. I was really thinking about actually doing, um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I will say I might actually be reading some of my own pastor's books and maybe other pastor's books that I just have at my house. Um, on Sundays, maybe I'll do like a once a month Sunday book club, um, for that, because I think that would be pretty cool, actually, um, but yeah, I don't know, I might be ramping up the content, not super a lot, but instead of just one per week on the podcast, I might be putting out more, um, I have been forgetting to upload my live shows, um, and it has live, hasn't been what I thought it was going to be, so really it's limited to one up early, but, um, I'm thinking about turning Mondays into a new school Monday, um, and just, you know, kicking it off with Metallica, so, if you guys like that idea, then great, stick around, and maybe Sunday, you know, I'm going to get back into the rhythm of Sundays, maybe not every Sunday would be reading from the Bible, but, now, every once in a while, we will be reading from the Bible. Um, we will be reading little passages of the Bible. I'll get my own insight on it. Um, Sundays, we'll probably listen to worship albums. And like I said, do a book review. Um, in fact, I probably will kick it off um, maybe the week before Easter or the week. Yeah, probably the week before Easter. Like the Sunday before Easter Sunday, I'll um, do a book review of a book called Seven Mile Miracle. 
I wouldn't do that. So pick that up if you would like. It's by Pastor Stephen Furtick. It's about actually the final seven teachings of Jesus. I believe it's the final seven teachings of Jesus. Yeah. Final seven teachings of Jesus. Um, you know, very interesting stuff. How his final days on earth were um, before he died and actually before he ascended um, into heaven. You know, very interesting stuff there. But with all that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing day. And uh, stay tuned with the YouTube content. We might have, just might, in the middle of March, yeah, probably the middle of March or April, at very latest April, we will be having a trailer for our next film on any past videos, which is the right stuff. But with that being said, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Oh yeah, also, before I go, we're in March now, so that means we are starting Board Game Origins, so I'll see you over there with Board Game Origins, it'll be a lot of fun, but see you in the next one.